This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Degrees on I Am Youth. <laughs> Luane on 180 Degrees. Shauna on 180 Degrees. 180 Degrees with Zoe George. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. Good evening, good evening, everybody. You're here with me, Inga Stoffels. And, and me, Zoe George. Unfortunately for today, Miss Luane is not with us, but we would like you guys to do your best to wish her a happy birthday. It mm-hmm. is her birthday. She is, I believe, 25. She's Oh, she's just, God has graced us with her presence on the earth for another year. And I'm so thankful for it. And I hope she's having a great day. Mm. I'm sure she is. And I'm glad it's on a Monday because she always says she she loves loves Mondays. Mondays. (laughs) This must be like a great birthday for her because, you know, it's on her favorite day. And, you know, she's excited for her birthday. And the weather was so good today. Such a blessing because it's spring. Mm. It's the month of spring. My One of my favorite seasons because I feel like, actually, I really like winter, but I feel like spring is like a medium summer. Yeah, it's right? an in-betweener. Right? It's yes. such a nice season. And oh my goodness, all the flowers that have been bursting up all around the, the Western Cape. Yes, today was like such a beautiful day. Right? Since the first of spring did not look like the first of spring. Mm-mm, it did not. It looked like someday in winter. It was literally so cold. And for what? <laughs> and for what? <laughs> For who, for when, and for why? <laughs> who, <laughs> what, and why? <laughs> yes, literally. But yeah, besides, um, you know, this new month. How was your weekend, Lou? Oh, my I mean, weekend. I miss her so much. Okay. How was your weekend? No, Inga. No. <laughs> How was your weekend, Miss Inga? Am I just Stoffel? Lou for today? No, no. There's so much more. So much more to be. Oh, Miss Zoe, Miss Zoe. <laughs> my weekend was amazing. It was actually one of the weekends I can say I had a relaxing weekend. Oh. Myself and my husband went away for the weekend. And oh. by away, I mean to my father's place. But you know, that's away from your <laughs> that's own away house. from my own home. So, so it's away. Friday, we cleaned everything. We yeah. left and we just spent some time over there by him and my sister. And it was just absolutely amazing. Sunday, when we came back, the best thing is you come back to a clean house. So you yes. don't have to do anything that Sunday evening. Mm, I hear that. That was amazing. I just put my feet in the foot spa and I was like, oh. I'm done. That sounds <laughs> so immaculate. How was your weekend? My weekend was filled with like studying. I finally finished all my study guides. So now I'm just about to like really get into them. I also finished all mm. my first assignments. So now I'm going to start with my second assignments. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll just full on be preparing for my exams. And then it was my friend's birthday. So we went to this restaurant that he's been dying to try called The Gorgeous George. And it was... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not sponsored, but it was amazing. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was so beautiful. Where is it? It's somewhere in like the CBD of Cape Town. Oh. Yeah, it's it's you will love it. But yeah, let me not <laughs> talk about them for much longer. Let's just go into a nice quick jam. We're just going to listen to Miracles by Jesus Culture. Now listen up and enjoy. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. 
Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Well, all right. Welcome back to the What's Down in Cape Town. If you're unfamiliar with what happens in this section of the show, if it's not very self-explanatory already, we tell you of a few things you can do down in Cape Town. However, this is a bit more expanded beyond Cape Town because, you know, the Western Cape in general is yes. just a pretty fun place to be, I found. Like, there's so many fun things to do just in and around mm. the Western Cape. So we're going to start off with we can paint clay at a cafe in Hout Bay. Yes, now this restaurant was founded in 1999 in the Hout Bay Valley. This popular ceramic painting venue, restaurant, and kids' play area is a favorite amongst grown-ups and children seeking a splash of creativity. Once seated, your friendly server will explain the drill, after which you will be invited into one of two bisque rooms to choose your unfired ceramics, paints, brushes, tools, etc. Then it is back to your table to get creative while enjoying a bite to eat. The COVID precautions include having your temperature checked on arrival, wearing masks, and using sanitizer is compulsory. The cafe is open from Monday to Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the cost is 40 rand for the studio fee for per person and for several facilities. The address of this place is 177 Main Road in Hout Bay. Let me just take that down once. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was actually invited to go there. I couldn't go for some other reasons. But, like, my friends still went. And Mm. they looked like they were having a lot of fun there. Like, you... And then you get to keep what you paint. Yes. So then that that must make make it all the more personal. Yes. No, definitely. It sounds amazing. Right. When I saw... Um, popular for kids, I was like, wow. I was like, mm, but I'm a kid of God. So, <laughs> so let's just let's just tune it down, guys. <laughs> Adults can enjoy this too. Next, we have the Open Air Galileo Theater, which I feel like a lot of you have heard of. I personally mm. have not gone. I've been. You've been? Oh, mm. my goodness. So you can give us some some of review of this when mm-hmm. I'm finished. Yes. I've been to, I've been to one in Durbanville, oh. and I've been to one in Stellenbosch side. I think... Galileo is the Stellenbosch one, um, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, I've been. It's amazing. You can either bring your own stuff or you can buy over there. Um, It's literally a huge screen Mm. and the movie plays at a certain time. You show your tickets at the door, everything, everything. I don't know how it's going to work now, you know, due to COVID, obviously. But it's pretty spacious because the space is big. You have your space to yourself and your partner or yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go alone. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can take yourself, guys. Treat take, yourself. Treat yourself. Amen. So, sisters. yeah, I personally enjoyed it and I would yes. encourage you guys to do it. Yes. So, um, I'm not even going to explain it because Inga did a very good job. Let me just tell you the COVID precautions. So, it, you must note that you cannot have more than six people in your car if you do decide to go with the car. And then if you would like to know how much you pay for it, there's a complete breakdown of the cost on their website because it does vary mm-hmm. whether like how old you are. Then like there are other costs. Like I think you pay for your car and stuff. And I yeah. just, I, d- I knew if I told you guys all of that, you would probably turn off the radio. <laughs> so you can go to their site. Just also note that it plays from Wednesday to Thursday and then it screens at quarter past five. Well, it screens at quarter past six, but you should get, try and get that around quarter past That's five. Right. 
Then the last is to visit the Cape Garden Centre to drink coffee and shop for plants. The Cape Garden Centre is a family-run nursery in the Stellenbosch that sells an array of plants and homemade plant pots, water features and other garden decorations. They follow the standard COVID precautions, you know, sanitizer, they'll take your temperature, okay. they'll insist on social distancing, you know, all that jazz. And they are open from Monday to Friday from 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And yeah, that's all you can do down in Cape Town. For me, there are other things you can get up to, but this is what I have for you for this week. Now, let's get on to the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. Welcome back to the groovy movie section of the show. Now, if you are unfamiliar with what happens in this section of the show, we play a clip from a movie or a TV series that you most likely watched when you were just a wee bit younger. This week's groovy movie is fairly recent. It's actually a series. So this is the opening thing of the series. Now, I was inspired to do this week's groovy movie because I watched this show a lot. I remember it was one of those like really weird shows that like a lot of people like, but she personally really liked it like it was a weird show it had and then like when the show finished we found that there were a lot of easter eggs littered all over the show so it had a very big greater meaning that just like i was thinking about it and the way the writers wrote the show it was just it was genius mm. it was just like like i don't know another show that was written like this and that's why I had to make it this week's groovy movie. Like, I feel like it, Zoe's going into the show. <laughs> like, I want to dissect this show. It was just so well made. So many intricate details. Like, yeah. if you watch this show, you might have to rewatch it again because there's a lot. I guarantee you that you missed. Even if you thought you saw it all, you didn't. <laughs> you really didn't. Like, <laughs> Question I, yourself. You didn't. Question <laughs> yourself, literally. So, guys, listen up and t- let us know if you have any idea what it is. If you'd like to WhatsApp us, please WhatsApp 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081-729-1657. We would love to hear from you guys. So, listen up. One eighty degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, seven to nine a.m. There is so much more for you to enjoy and explore on TBN in Africa. We bring you up-to-date and uplifting Christian programming and entertainment, and we will continue to do so in our quest to bring you credible and authentic programming designed for you and your family. At TBN in Africa, you can explore a wealth of content right from your home and enjoy access to many resources to help you shape your Christian journey. 
Join your TBN family on DSTV channel 343 and experience authentic Christian television like never before. To find out more, go to tbninafrica.org. TBN in Africa, for you, for life. Visit our website now, www.imymovement.co.za. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. All right, we just listened to Fearless Love by Wholehearted, and it was quite mm. the jam. Loving the vibe, loving the vibe. Right, the music on the show, I, I've said it once and I'll say it many, as many times as I'm on here, but I really just do like it. I like it a lot. This song has me having my Shazam open. You know, I mean, not right? this song, sorry. This show has me right? having my Shazam open every I'm, Monday. I'm <laughs> constantly stealing. Sh- well, let me not say stealing. I'm constantly just taking inspiration yes, from the show, yes, from my playlist. Go. And, you know, it's become so much richer because of it. Mm. So before we listen to that song, that beautiful song, we had another song for you. Not quite as beautiful. Just a little bit more interesting. And it was a part of our groovy movie for this week now you guys know i do not like keeping you guys in suspense i've changed a lot Mm. i don't keep you in suspense i'm just going to tell you what this week's groovy movie was and it was gravity falls it was a show that ran for two seasons on disney channel it was a Mm. very it was a very nice show wasn't it wasn't on cartoon network i think it was i think it was was disney we're gonna have to come back to this (laughs) (laughs) But before we get back to that, let me just introduce this week's interview. Now, I'm quite excited for this week. We're yes. going to be talking about conservation. So we have Miss Nikki Bolton coming in to talk to us about conservation and what, why it's important, how you can get involved, and also about celebrating like this Heritage Month and just like talking about our natural, South Africa's natural history and how we can conserve it for generations to come. So I would like to ask you, how are you doing this evening, Miss Bolton? Hello? Miss Bolton? Let us just go in for a slight song break. We're just going to listen to Face to Face by Alan Fanikak. Please enjoy. So we just listened to Face to Face by Alan Fanikak. But before that, we were about to get into a very exciting interview that I'm very excited for you guys to listen about because it's about conservation and like preservation for rhinos. And I feel like Mm. this is just such an important conversation to be had because of the state that rhinos are in in this country and in this continent. So we have Miss Nikki Bolton here to talk to us. How are you doing this evening, Miss Bolton? I'm sorry. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me and good evening to you and to Inga and to your listeners. Good evening. Um, Good evening. I'm so glad that the lines are like alive and working now. It's so lovely to hear your voice over the systems. That's great. So I would like to ask you, how did you get into conservation? Um, Well, I think probably it stems back to um, us as a family um, taking a lot of holidays in the bush. We spend a lot of time in Botswana and different parks in South Africa. So we do love to be out in the bush. And um, we are Sand Parks Honorary Rangers, which is the voluntary arm of Sand Parks. So we're very involved in parks doing their various duties from fundraising to education to um, actually physically doing duties in parks. 
And um, when we moved to Port Elizabeth from Durban, we became quite, um, we found we really enjoyed Addo Elephant National Park. And so we would go out to the park regularly. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just become part of our lives, really, that we are involved in doing whatever we can for conservation. Can you tell us more about what One Land is and what they do? Well, sure. So One Land Love It, so our acronym is O-L-L-I, so that stands for One Land Love It, which in itself I think is very clear what our message is. Mm-hmm. It's a non-profit company um, which basically started when my husband in his late 40s decided he wanted to do something crazy uh, for conservation. And he decided that, well, how would he draw attention to the problem that was really on his mind, and that was the fact that our rhinos are being being poached relentlessly. And so he thought the way he would do it was perfectly normal. He would cycle around South Africa and he would collect all, connect all 19 national parks, which basically meant 6,000 kilometers in 80 days wow. on a mountain bike, which is, um, yeah, pretty insane. <laughs> um, insane. Yeah, so he, he decided he was going to do it and he pulled it off and he did it very successfully. And the purpose was really to draw attention to the role that sand parks play as being the official custodian of our natural heritage. And then uh, people would say afterwards, well, what are you doing next? What are you doing next? And so in 2017, he decided, well, okay, let's finish it off, the last little leg. And so he cycled 2,000 kilometers in a month from Port Elizabeth to the Mozambique border. But if I can explain to you a little bit more about that background, we had three generations of our family participating in this. So our children, um, our daughter was 18 at the time, and our son, 20. And uh, my husband and myself, we were in our 40s, and our parents in their 70s. So it was three generations making a difference. And, um, you know, basically going from park to park, rhino-bearing parks, um, initially to different sand parks and then to private parks, trying to draw attention to the role that they play, acknowledging the ranges, because these days our rangers are actually faced with a lot more than they signed up for. They wanted to go into conservation, but many of them have become innocent soldiers as they are in the bush trying to fight poaching. And we wanted to acknowledge that. We wanted to draw attention to what they were doing and and acknowledge them however we could. And we also tried to raise money, which we successfully did, and we were able to support a rhino sanctuary called Care for Wild, um, giving them money that would help them to look after the orphans. And we also bought um, equipment for anti-poaching units. So they would have equipment in the field. Um, when they're out there in dark nights, they had decent stretchers and tents and sleeping bags. So we were doing whatever we could to try and support and also just trying to create awareness. Because when somebody does something pretty ludicrous, it does draw attention. True. And in that way, people say, well, why? And it gives you a point to be able to say, because if we don't, um, and we don't stop the extinction of our rhino, what chance will we have to save all the other endangered species? Yeah, that's so true. I really, like, I must applaud this, like, I don't want to call it an attempt, but, like, what you've done to bring awareness mm-hmm. to the rhinos, like, all this cycling, like, <laughs> that yeah. is an insane amount of kilometers. I think I've probably walked 6,000 kilometers in my oh. life in total. So, <laughs> so just to have someone, like, cycle that, that's... Yeah. 
That's insane. Look, I, I need to just be honest here and say I didn't cycle any, okay, with my husband. <laughs> Your husband, like... <laughs> and I, and I, yeah, he did the full amount, and our kids did various um, sections and stretches with him, and other people joined him at different times, but I sat in a very nice air-conditioned car and followed him. You know what, That's that would be a move I would take, ma'am, so... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my idea. <laughs> but, and it was hectic. It was, the first expedition was done at the heat of summer. It was the hottest... Mm hottest summer in over 100 years and so he was cycling in conditions that were really sort of the upper upper 40s and sometimes into the 50s. Um, at one point he stopped his bike and the temperature registered 60. So um, it was insane. It really was a, a very challenging um, expedition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you see the way that when you, when you take what you've got in your hand and you consider what you can do to make a difference, um, you can. And, uh, and that's what he did. He said, well, what can I do? And he cycled. Yes. Sure. And we hit 180 degrees. We are around the applause. We are yes. literally applauding That is him. amazing. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. Nikki, we are currently celebrating Heritage Month. So can you tell us what we can do to conserve our, nat- our national natural heritage? Okay. Well, first of all, let me say that um, very often... Um, we don't consider, you know, we, we focus on people and as Christians, I'm thinking more in that context, mm-hmm. and wanting to take care of, of people, and that's really important. But God actually gives us a mandate to take care of creation, and yes. He's created everything in a perfect balance, which we don't want to upset. So it's really important that we become more invested and more aware of how we can do something. And our natural heritage is incredibly important. If we allow species to be poached and eradicated, then it does have an impact, not just on nature, but also on us. Mm -hmm. And it also has an impact on future generations. I mean, if our rana becomes extinct, you know, it's something we we take for granted, that we can go to a park and see a beautiful rana with his lovely big horn in the wild. Mm. But the idea that that might not be something that's possible in the future, you know, it's, it's actually a reality. So in terms of what you can do in Heritage Month, I would say to you, think about what you can do, what you are actually capable of. Mm. And this kind of really excites me because I think so many people underestimate the ability that they have, the talents that they have, that God has given them. He literally handed you abilities and talents, and he provides opportunities if you just take the step. So what we try to say is that it's very important to care, but you can't just care, you have to move from caring to doing. Mm. So what can you do? And I think of that scripture in Exodus where the Lord asked Moses, what do you have in your hand? And Moses said, a staff. And to Moses, that was just a tool for herding sheep. But to God, it was an instrument that he could use to perform miracles. Yes. And from, from hitting a rock and bringing water, from performing plagues and parting the Red Sea, God can take what you have in your hand and he can do so much more with it. But you have to take the step so that he can use you. So what we do is we consider all sorts of ways that we can get involved. Um, at the moment with COVID, we've been preparing care packs for communities bordering Addo, which is what we would re- refer to as our bush home because we just love being there. And so we're trying to do what we can in a season where we would normally be visiting schools and educating children. We're trying to do something physically to help people, but also to educate the children on the need for conservation. And so you can do many things. I mean, in, you can just literally make sure you don't waste water. Mm. You can recycle. 
Yeah. You can you can plant a tree at the moment. Arbor Day is coming up, so plant a tree. There's so many different ways you can make a difference. Organize a litter cleanup. Um, various ways that you can get involved. But we try to, in this month, because not only is it Heritage Month, but it's quite an important month for us, because World Rhino Day falls on the 22nd of September. Mm. And so for us, that's quite a significant day, obviously, <laughs> because we're focused on the rhino. But it's also in Heritage Month, so there's a great um, synergy there. And last year, we started what we called the Ollie Move, which is basically a demonstration of moving from caring to doing. And so what we say is, look, follow our example. We've done some extraordinary things. So what can you do? You can join us. So the Ollie Move basically is focused on the week um, from the 22nd to the 29th of September. And in that week, we say, do something. Last year, we had people in over 20 countries participating. And people were doing various things. You can do it virtually. You can do your own thing at home. If you want to tidy your house and do it as an Ollie Move, if you want to run around the block, if you want to do something a bit more adventurous. Last year, we had a group that hiked um, or climbed up Table Mountain. They started at the V&A Waterfront and they climbed up Table Mountain. We had a group that hiked the Mazubas. We had a group that cycled. We had a chap who walked for um, 70 kilometers over the beach to draw attention to um, the marine wildlife. So just find an area where you can do something. We even had a church that got together and prayed. So it doesn't matter what you do, just do something in the name of the rhino, basically. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a voice. Let's, let's show people that, that it matters. Challenge others to get involved, an organization, a club, a group. Set up your own challenge and get people involved with you. But move. Do something physical. And then record it. Take a photograph, share it on social media, and say, I did the Ollie move. And people say, well, what's that? Yes. It gives you a point of reference to say, well, because we need to. We need to actually speak up for our rhino, for conservation. We need to make a difference. So it's a talking point. And then at the same time, we encourage people to consider donating because as much as we want to take action and walk and do whatever it may be, um, you know, the donations are a tangible way of making a difference. So we usually donate to Care for Wild Africa or Care for Wild Rhino Sanctuary because we know they need the help to take care of all the Florano calves that they've got that really are there because of what man has done. And um, we also then support um, organizations like the Sandparks Honorary Rangers, or we buy different equipment, forensic equipment for wildlife crimes units. We find ways to get involved and see where the need is and donate the money in that way to make a tangible difference. So, yes, we would encourage people to join us with our Ollie Move. Right. Thank you. That is, that's very important. I think so. And especially what I like what you said about having a voice, because, mm. you know, that is yeah. one thing that is an advantage we as humans have over rhinos. Like mm-hmm. they can't, yes. they can't tell us to stop, you know, hunting them. And mm. the fact that we have that ability and it is actually our responsibility to make yeah. sure that they don't go extinct rhinos, because that's, that's not it's just, it's not, it just makes me angry. Like, it makes me unable to just express myself how upset it is, upsetting it is that people are willing to hunt a species to extinction for, and for what? For ivory? Like, is it really worth it? Like, wow, I'm going to go on a tangent. <laughs> Inga, would you, would you no, like to ask a question? It's, yeah. it's true. I mean, if we, we think to um, the, the rhino orphanage that we support is actually the biggest one in the world. They do incredible work. And we've been there, we've visited, we've spent time, we've volunteered there, we've 
donated money. We've done whatever we can. And when you hear the stories behind some of these little rhino carts, you know, some that have been, um, even they've been, the poachers have tried to kill them because the mom has been poached and they're trying to take the horn and the little one is sort of bumping against them and trying to get to its mother and crying. And they'll do things like um, try to sever the actual spinal cord so that the little baby will stop moving. Or they, the little one is so traumatized it runs off into the bush and it's, um, you know, it's subject to being preyed on by predators and little ones will arrive with ears bitten off and tails bitten off and that kind of thing. So it is, it's awful. It's, it's, a, it's a really horrible situation and we, we need to speak for those who cannot speak, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what you're saying. That's mm-hmm. true, that's true. You know, um, Nikki, I was actually in a play, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Horn of Sorrow where they actually speak about and they, you know, have a whole thing about the awareness of, you know, poachers and rhinos. And the story starts from where um, a mother rhino is giving birth to a baby rhino, but it's kind of like a cycle. Then she gets poached. And then once that child grows up, gives birth, but then that child gets poached. So it's something, so the play had something to do, you know, in those lines to show Mm -hmm. that as there's more rhinos coming. They just keep on poaching. Like, they just keep on going for it. And are they going to do this until they're extinct? Or when Mm. does it end? So Mm. can you give us more info on how we can, you know, contact you, what we can do? I know you guys are on Instagram and Facebook on One Land Love It. But how else can we get into contact with you guys and, you know, make donations? And for those listening out there that would like to, you know, become more active. Mm. Well, we have a general website, which is www.oneland, which is O-N-E-L-A-N-D.coza. But for our only move, if people want to get involved, then our website is www.move.oneland.co.za. And we would encourage you, you know, go onto the website, register for your move, let us track of who you are, what you're doing, how you're joining in. There's no fee at all. You don't have to pay anything. Um, but let us know what you're doing. Send a picture through, post it on, on one of our social media um, platforms yes. and tag us so that we know what, you, what you're up to and we can share it. The other alternative as well is that you can register on Strava. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Strava. It's a free app. You can put it on your phone and as you walk a cycle, it actually records your distance. Okay. So you can just download the free app and then you join the Ollie Club. And by joining the Ollie Club, Whatever you do over that period of time will register and you'll be able to see that you've got involved in what you've done and challenge others to join you. So we would love it if people would join us mm. in that way. Also tag us, follow us on Instagram, follow us on, 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 on Facebook. As you said, it's One Land Love It. And if anyone wants to contact us, our, our contact information is there, but they can also get hold of Laura. L-A-U-R-A at oneland.co.za. It's my daughter, and she is our, our marketing person, and she would love to, to hear from you, any suggestions, any way that you would like to get involved. We would be so happy to hear about it. And perhaps I can also just say that, you know, Wayne did a very extraordinary thing when he cycled around the country, but really everybody can be extraordinary, and the only difference between extraordinary and ordinary is the word extra. Mm. So it literally boils down to asking yourself, what is my extra? What can I do? Yes. Just yes. take the step. Make it, make it happen. Move from caring to doing. And it's really not that hard to do. Mm. 
Thank you so much for that last inspiring word from you. I think mm. the listeners will really, not even just the listeners, I will really appreciate that because it's very true. Like it's a very simple statement, but it's so powerful. And also, thank you so much for coming on tonight and talking to us about conservation and just letting us know what exactly is happening and how we as individuals can get involved and what we can do in our day-to-day lives that can even just change the life of maybe even one rhino, maybe more than that, and how we can just come together and do great things. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Take care, hey? Yes, okay, bye. Thank you. Enjoy thank the you, rest Nikki. of your evening. Okay, bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, guys, so that was Nikki Bolton. Wow, what an inspiring... Right? Yeah. She made me want to do more. Yes, <laughs> and when I heard about the baby rhinos, because yes. they don't even... Uh, like they're, 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 oh, my god, Defenseless. They're defenseless. Yes. They don't know how to defend themselves yet because mm. they're babies. And then to think that they could be preyed on because other predators are aware of the fact that they're vulnerable yep. and they know that they would be like a cheap meal. It's because of poachers and for what Mm-mm. how much ivory do we even need if i can the world not find an alternative or just take a step back just leave well, maybe animals. like a century if they yeah, yeah leave them leave them unless you maybe if you find like it's corpse but like why would you go out i would never understand hunting mm. for fun like why would you get pleasure out of no thank you oh my goodness yes just some contact info just a reminder for those www.move.oneland.co.za that is their website you can visit they're also on social media at one land love it and there's also an app called strava s-t-r-a-v-a it's a free app that you can download once you download it you can join the ollie club and this will measure your steps or kilometers not steps sorry i'm mm. thinking now <laughs> measuring steps this will measure your kilometers and your distance and yeah it will all go towards the rhinos yes so you've heard it here guys if you'd like to do anything to help the rhinos you can mm. do exactly what inca just said now let's go on to the bible quiz 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Mystery Bible Quiz. And it's that time of the show. We mm. are in the Mystery Bible Quiz. Ooh. I'm trying to do it exactly like Zoe, guys. Oh, but my I can't. God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the question for today. <laughs> you know, I asked Zoe this question and she immediately had the answer. You know, I have so, a very interesting guys, story behind why I know it. <laughs> at least just give it a few minutes before you send in your messages. Mm-hmm. So, the question for tonight is... What is the shortest scripture in the Bible? Hmm. I repeat, what is the shortest scripture in the Bible? You can send your answers to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. Yes, guys, we'd love to hear from you. So don't be shy and send us what you think is the shortest. It'll be the shortest message you may send today. (laughs) But yeah, let's just go straight into the happy health tip. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. 
It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. We are in our happy health tip. Yep, it's me again. Yes. <laughs> With your happy health tip for today. So, happy health tip for today, for the warm days to come, mm-hmm. is lemon ginger drink. Ooh, okay. that sounds delicious. So, what you will be needing is one six centimeter piece of fresh ginger, okay, sliced, two mm-hmm. tablespoons blended with pe- blended peeled lemon, sorry, mm-hmm. and one twelve centimeter piece of cinnamon stick. This mm-hmm. is optional. The cinnamon that stick and date syrup to add if you would like to sweeten it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Here's the method to the madness. <laughs> Combine four cups of water with the ginger in a large saucepan and bring it over to boil. Remove from the heat and add the lemon and cinnamon stick if you're using cinnamon and set it aside for 30 minutes. Mm. Add the date syrup if you want to add the sweetened taste and refrigerate until it is chilled. And then you can also add mint if you would like at the end. Mm. But this is a refreshing drink for those warm days to come. Healthy drink, refreshing mm. And I'm definitely going to try this. Same. It sounds so nice. Because, like, I really like ginger. And, like, the combination of lemon and ginger. Generally, I have that in a tea. Mm. It's usually something I have in winter, actually, when yes. I have that tea. Whenever I'm feeling my throat getting just a little bit scratchy. Yes. And then we do it yes. warm. Yes. Yes. So, so this is actually the cold version yes. for the warm days. That's really interesting. I'd never, ever thought about making, like, a cool version. But, like, just hearing the ingredients, like, that cinnamon. Ooh, it sounds delicious. I would really like to try this. I feel like it's it's so good. And it also sounds really healthy. Because mm. cinnamon, not cinnamon, ginger, is actually so, it's chocked full of all sorts of vitamins. I don't really yes. understand what, I saw the funniest tweet the other day. Sorry, this is, this is, this is the only derailing comment I'll make. <laughs> but like, I saw a tweet the other day and it was like, I don't really understand what a vitamin is. Like, it's in the sun. But it's also in fruits. So, like, what is what are vitamins? So, what exactly <laughs> is? <laughs> yes. So I was just thinking about that with ginger. I don't know how, mm. but it is good for you. Ugh. So, this will be delicious, and you will be taking care of yourself. You know what I found myself enjoying? What? Like lemon, mm-hmm. lime, and ice. That like sounds so just acidic. A, with, <laughs> with a little bit of mint in. It's just mm. it's so refreshing. Cause me like. Okay, this is actually what happened. I went to a restaurant Mm. and I, whenever I um, order, you know, something to eat and something to drink, I try not to do gas and I also, like, I don't drink alcohol. So I would look at the cocktails and do, you know, mocktails. So then I asked them for, I asked them for a virgin mojito. And that has been Mm. amazing. It has ice, it has lemonade, it has lime, it Mm. has lemon and then... They also yes. add mint. Yes. It just feels like it runs through your entire body. Yes, it, it is, is amazing. It's like a summer drink. Mm. I would recommend. Mm. No, I get that. Like I've had, <laughs> I've had KFC. <laughs> they do virgin mojitos. So I, oh, yeah. yes, I yes. love theirs. That's like the only virgin mojito I've had. And it's, it's delicious. Mm. It's very sweet. Refreshing. I, that's a very interesting combination. And it's refreshing and it's like tasty and yes. it's good for you. Wow. Wow. Man, I'm, I'm I'm thirsty. Now I feel like drinking. <laughs> oh, like my throat is dry. Now right, I'm, I'm a little bit dry. <laughs> but like, I think I have a bottle of water, but it's not the same. It's not even cold. It's not even temperature. There's not even a slice of lemon in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an ice block for it. <laughs> but, oh 
Oh gosh, yes, I'm totally gonna make this as soon as I can. As soon as I acquire all of these ingredients, as soon as I find date syrup. As soon as I find. Oh! <laughs> as soon as I find I the mula. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> But yes, before we go and like forget, because this is something that's very on brand for me. Mm. Let us give the children their answer for this week's Bible quiz. Alrighty. So the question was, Miss Zoe, mm -hmm. what is the shortest scripture in the Bible? Hmm. The shortest scripture in the Bible is John 11 verse 35. Zoe, can you tell us what it says? It says, Jesus wept. And that's, that's it. That's it. And that's all. <laughs> that's the entire verse. The shortest mm -hmm. scripture in the Bible, only two words. I have a very interesting story about why I know this. So when I was younger, my dad decided that my brother and I had to start memorizing scriptures from the Bible. <laughs> you know, this, this is how you chose this one. <laughs> first scripture, girl. <laughs> the first scripture I memorized, my dad was not impressed. <laughs> He didn't say don't memorize. <laughs> it's a scripture. You asked you to memorize a scripture. <laughs> Shame, I did eventually start getting to like, you know, like uh, the longer, more lengthier scriptures. But the, hey, that was I, the beginning. That was, was the beginning. You have to start small, humble beginnings. <laughs> oh, guys. Just build from there. Exactly. And there's know. a longer Ooh. version that yes. says, Ooh. then Jesus wept. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the long version. It's just like the King James translation. <laughs> Then Jesus wept. <laughs> oh, man. I love having... I, you know, I'm starting to really like Mondays. You make this so much fun. Oh, and thank you, Zoe. just like that, almost an hour has gone by. I don't and believe it, it. It doesn't... I really don't it really believe flies it. by. Like, you, I feel like... I say this every week, and it's never changing. I feel like I blink the time away. Mm. Wow. And it's like, in the beginning, you're like, okay, we have a whole hour. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Yes. Guys, don't talk too much. <laughs> don't do this too much. <laughs> And then when we come, well, it's five two. <laughs> Literally, like you blink and you're like, where did the time go? But I, I, I didn't finish my thought. Exactly. <laughs> I had more to say. <laughs> oh, man. But oh, we are unfortunately going to have to say goodbye to you guys for mm -hmm. this week, just for a little bit. And we'll be back next week. We'll be talking to someone you guys may have heard of. We're going to be talking to Mr. James Pringle. He's just mm. out with a new single, which I hope that you guys rhymes. are streaming. Yeah. Ah, it did. <laughs> She's a poet and she doesn't know it. You heard it here first, guys. By my upcoming books. <laughs> anyways, oh my gosh. If you guys would like to hear more from James about his new single and just his career as a music musician mm. in the gospel scene, you should tune in next tune week. Tune in next week. Yes. This has been 180 Degrees. Signing, signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.